0: Hello, welcome to the Health Data Ethics Podcast. I'm your host Jenny Owens, and today we have another book review. This week, um, I I just finished The Worlds I See by Dr. Fei Fei Li, um, a really fantastic autobiography of her academic. Uh, experience and really trailblazing in the world of artificial intelligence, she has a a number of unique perspectives and really interesting takes on the field that I found just absolutely inspiring. So let's go ahead and dive in. So the the, the story of Dr. Fei Fei Li, I, I found really fascinating on a number of levels. So I uh, it it is on one level a kind of um, archetypical immigrant story. She and her family came to the United States from China. Um, she talks about her relationship with her parents, both of whom were unorthodox in their own ways, very supportive of her career in the sciences and supportive of her you know, seeking out what it was that she truly wanted to do. Um, her time at Princeton and at Stanford was really interesting. It this is the second book I've read recently that's been kind of a very loving portrait of academic science. And so I, I love to see people writing about the creativity and the freedom that can be found in academic science. Um, but really the majority of the book is covers her creation of ImageNet and her role in the creation of ImageNet, which was one of the very first large visual data sets. Um, that was created as a as a test ground basically for image recognition algorithms. So basically what, what she did, and I'm vastly simplifying this and you should read her book because it's stellar. Um, so basically what she did was she, she worked with her lab and a bunch of freelancers that they got through Amazon Mechanical Turk to assemble a large data set of annotated images. Um, and the images couldn't just be random images that they pulled off the internet, they had to be described, right? Um, And the way that they think about this, and she broke this down was really interesting because not only did she think about having a large number of images, but she put her finger right on the issue that when a human being recognizes an image, we recognize the images belonging to part of a category, right? So I, I'm looking right now at my microphone. I can see that it's got, you know, some wires out the back and a, a more matte piece out the front. And then I'm looking at my microphone from an unusual angle, right? Because it is pointed directly at my face, not usually the way that we think about microphones. So um, she vastly expanded the number of categories that were contained in her image set. So uh, a a problem like this, right? Uh, We've got, what is this? This is a candle, right? We're used to looking at a candle from the usual angle. You can also look at a candle from this angle. This is a candle. Another entry in the candle um, category might also be this one, right? Looks like a pot. It is, in fact, a candle that is lit and burning. Um, Because I like my office to smell nice while I record podcasts. So this is really fascinating. It required a large amount of work. And then the other truly revolutionary thing that she did was they started, she and her lab started a competition to say, hey, bring your algorithms, bring your image recognition things and try them out against our data set. See how they do. Um, And really, this provided a proving ground for all kinds of different approaches to image recognition um, and to caption generation when an algorithm actually looks at an image and says, hey, here's what's in it. Um, Absolutely fascinating. Throughout the entire book, um I I was not, I was expecting um a, a slightly different approach. I was expecting something more rigorously academic or something that was more interested in establishing her intellectual credentials. What I found in this book is there is not that she's incredibly confident and deservedly so. Um but she's not uh, gonna smack you in the face with her with her credentials or with her approach. She's just gonna tell you what she did and how she thought about it, and allow her creative, fascinating, you know, a really beautifully incorporating ideas from other disciplines. She's gonna allow her thought process to speak for itself and to really stand on its own. And I found this absolutely inspiring. Um, I did not. I expected to enjoy this book what I did not expect was to leave it feeling like this is a person with whom I could be friends her overall academic philosophy the idea that she she's always been driven to seek to understand the world around her you know she she started off in physics um, she took a detour into neural processing trying to understand how do we, how do our brains actually make sense of the images that we receive through our eyes? And then into artificial intelligence. This, like the, this, through line is so clear, right? She may, she draws a very compelling narrative connection between these. She writes a really wonderful story. Um, I left this book really seeking more. Um, I want to hear more from her. I will be looking for her talks. I will be looking for more publications from her. Um, she also had some wonderful uh, recommendations for things to read. She said uh, one of the things that she mentioned is that AI is a field that moves really quickly, right? So obviously it helps to be up on the the cutting edge. Uh, she mentioned Archive in particular as a place where you can publish papers and have them gain some some maybe some some readers or some publicity without having to go through the full peer review process. But she said, also, don't be afraid of the classics, right? They're classics for a reason. Go back and read Alan Turing's paper from 1951. Go grab that book on artificial intelligence that took 18 months to come to press. It'll be a little bit stale, but the, the underlying principles are still valid today. I really admire, more than anything, her approach to incorporating other disciplines in the way she thinks about artificial intelligence. So she talks about you know, her friends who work in other fields, talking with them, thinking about the ways that they approach their science and how we can use that in, we, in the way that we approach artificial intelligence so that we're not just thinking about things from one angle only, right? Are there systems biology approaches that would be interesting? Are there evolutionary approaches that would be interesting? Are there other ways that we can think about this? Or is the best thing to, to completely decouple it from logic entirely and just throw a neural net at it, like see what happens? Um, her sense of joy and experimentation really shines through. This is a terrific read. I cannot recommend it highly enough for anybody who is interested in AI in this space.